0: your own Bible, Bible app, or you can read it up on the screens up behind me, but Psalm 133 says this, behold, everyone say behold, how good and how pleasant it is, oh this is the, uh, this is the King James version, for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil upon the head, running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron, running down On the edge of his garments. It is like the dew of Hermon descending upon the mountains of Zion. Now, uh, take note of this bit. For there the Lord commanded the blessing. For there. Where? There. Where? There. Where? Where they dwelt together in unity. There God commanded a blessing. Unity. To be unified brings blessing. There's a supernatural power that is unleashed when there's agreement, when people come together in unity. And not just uh, artificially or externally like this, where everyone wears the same tracksuit. Who's seen that movie? What's it called again? That's cheaper by the dozen. It's one of Nick's favourite movies. Um, and uh, you know, one time I said to Nick, "You know, we should all get our own track suits." <laughs> 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 Nick <laughs> Nicole even hates the concept of conformity like that. She won't even wear this. Although looking a bit black today, if she says I'm wearing one colour, she'll purposely wear something else so that we don't look <laughs> like we're wearing the same clothing. Um, and that's okay if you're if you're into that. And but but what's more important is that it's not just an external agreement by wearing the same clothes or having a T-shirt that says "We're together" <laughs> or "I'm with ugly." or whatever, when you see those people wearing those (laughs) T-shirts. But that more importantly than just externally, but internally and spiritually, there's agreement, there's connection, there's unity. It's in that place that God says, when I see that, I'll pour out a blessing. That'll release a blessing over those people. So I want to look at a couple of things this morning in regards to what that word there, dwell together, what it, what it means and in the original language so that we get an understanding of what the Bible's getting at when it talks about and what is going to release that blessing in our, in our world and in our church and in our community. Um, the first thing that that word means when it says to dwell together is to be in agreement, to dwell together, to be in a In agreement, blessing comes on our life, on our marriage, our church, our home, our community, our team, our business. When there's unity, when there is agreement, when people agree on something, it releases the supernatural. It releases a divine fruit, if you like. And um, it releases... It releases God's power into circumstances and situations. It says in Acts chapter 2, if you know the story of the day of Pentecost, it says this, When they were in one accord... So they gathered together and then it says, when they were in one accord, that word means of one mind and of one passion, when that occurred, when there was a connection of time and then they were in agreement and in passion, in prayer, He said, it says, then they heard the sound of a rushing mighty wind. When the, when the agreement came, when the one passion and desire, the one heart to see God's kingdom come in that particular situation, to see the glory of God risen, when they were in that upper room and, and they, were, they were praying and they were meeting and they were talking and they were getting, to, and when they came to a point of agreement and passion, when that moment, then they came, the Sound of a rushing mighty wind. The the Holy Spirit came flooding into that place. Tongues of fire. People spoke in tongues. Miracles began to happen. The supernatural occurred. Why? Can you imagine that that would have happened if they were there arguing, disagreeing, picking on Thomas about his mullet? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or, or they were oh, just, oh, no, I don't know about this, I don't know about that. When If they were just arguing and in disagreement and in discord, do you really think the Holy Spirit would have come flooding into that place, poured out His Spirit? I don't think so. Sometimes we think the supernatural is just serendipitous or, or an act of serendipity. It just happens randomly that it's just the Choice of God, it's just providential pouring out. Sometimes it is, but sometimes God is waiting for the right alignment of circumstances, waiting for there to be a moment of agreement where people come together and go, yes, now one passion, one heart, one desire, one vision, then bam, the Holy Spirit is poured out. The supernatural occurs At those moments of juncture, of heart, we are spiritual beings made in the image of God. God has placed that within us. But you know what? God has made it in such a way that we can't see the complete fulfillment of His desire by ourselves. He's made it so that when people come together and agree, then I'll pour out my spirit. Then I'll pour out the supernatural. Then things will occur <laughs> Deuteronomy thirty two twenty nine says this: One puts a thousand to flight. One puts a thousand to flight. I'm all right on my own. I can do a. I can put a thousand to flight. Uno, solo. I can achieve good things on my own. I can do significant things. I can achieve significant outcomes and see things happen on my own the bible doesn't say you can't do anything on your own you can you can achieve things on your own one puts a thousand to flight the bible says two puts two thousand to flight no it doesn't say that what does it say it says one puts a thousand to flight two put ten thousand to flight When there's an agreement, there's an exponential outcome. There's a supernatural blessing that comes. The world calls it synergy, a synergistic effect. But they don't understand that it's a spiritual truth. That when people come in in agreement, the outcome is exponential. The result is exponential. The fruit is exponential because God wants people to get into agreement. He wants them to come together. Go, this is what we want. This is where we're going. This is the outcome. We've got one heart, one vision, one desire. And there, supernatural things will occur. There, exponential results will come. In that place, one puts a thousand to flight. Two put ten thousand to flight. There's power in agreement. When we go from one in agreement to two, we go from the natural to the supernatural. From the natural to the divine. God is looking for people who will come into agreement. Who will Look beyond their own needs and desires, wants and ambitions and to say, I'm going to incorporate those. I'm not going to you know, let them all go and, and simply um, just um, uh, not have any dreams or desires of my own. But to look beyond ourselves and look at a bigger picture and say, I'm willing to work and to come to agreement and let some things go and to adopt some other things so that we can come together to a place where we agree, then God will pour out a blessing. You know, in a state fair, there was a, an event, you may have heard this story before, uh, where they had, uh, it, it was a, a horse um, a weight-pulling competition. <clears throat> and so they'd hitch. Um, Wagon a wagon to a horse, and they'd see how much weight that uh, horse could pull over a certain distance in a certain amount of time. And uh, this was a competition that they had in the Midwest. And on this particular occasion, uh, the two champion horses both pulled nine thousand pounds over the distance, the allocated distance, nine thousand pounds each, and it was a tie. And then they decide to say, well, what will happen if we put these two champion horses together? What if we tether them together? What if we put them in agreement? So they're pulling in the same direction at the same time. Then what, what will we have? And there was a lot of conjecture about what the result would be. And a lot of people said, well, obviously eight, 18,000 pounds because it's the combination of the two pulling together. One pulled nine. The other pulled nine. If they're pulling together, surely they'll pull eighteen. The doubling of their efforts from an individual to a team, it says that the the final result was 35,000 pounds that the two horses were able to pull when they were in agreement and alignment. See, there's power when people come together. We are better together than we are on our own. Now, you're good on your own. You're capable on your own. You can achieve great things on your own, but you know what? You're not as good as you could be if you get into agreement with another. And the power of of God and the supernatural power of agreement is poured out into your life, into your world, into your business, into your team, into your family. Agreement, the power of agreement. In Genesis chapter 11, Genesis 11.5, it's a story of the Tower of Babel. You may know this story. You may not know this story, but basically it's a story about where uh, in the early days of humanity, um, they um, coming together, they're all in one place, all speaking the same language, um, but, they, but they got in their hearts to do something which was um, ungodly. And I won't go into all the history of it, how the Tower of Babel was an ungodly desire, uh, but just take my word from it. It was, a, it was a desire to move away from God and to basically become um, their own God over the world. Um, and it says in Genesis 5, but then the Lord came down to see the city and the tower that the people were building. And the Lord said, if as one people speaking the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. If they get an agreement, if they've got one language, if they're heading in the one direction, if they've got one goal and one passion, then God says even people with an evil desire will be unstoppable. That's why when you see situations, you know whether it be in war, uh, whether it be of ancient times, you know that the, the most difficult opposition that the Roman Empire faced was when they came against. a a body, a, a country, a group of people whose life was on the line And that were in agreement that they would either die or fight dying before they gave up their land. What the Romans would do would come in and try and negotiate. They'd come in and make offers to try and divide the hearts of the people. Where some would go, no, no, we don't want to die. We want to take this offer. We're happy to be subjects. And others would go, no, no, we don't want to do it. They would come in and bring disagreement and discord so that they couldn't fight together. But when there was an army, when there was a people that said, we don't care what you offer, we're not giving up our land, we will fight to the death. They found it very, very difficult to take that land. If we look at uh, even ISIS today or IS, they're they're, they're committed, even though it's an evil desire, even though it's an evil plan There is a passion and a heart and a spirit of agreement in those people that no other army at the moment, whether it be the Iraqis, the Syrians or whoever, can withstand it. When they face that opposition, they give up. They run away. They surrender because there's power when people are in agreement and go, we're not taking a step back. This is what we're doing. Imagine if the church had that same spirit and heart the same desire and vision to say, you know what, we will not be divided. We will be united. We will do what God's called us to do. We will see His kingdom come and His will done. We will see the church rise up. We will see this country and this city be a city for Christ. Imagine if the church got into agreement. But you know what? If I was the devil, and I'm not, in case you are thinking, If I was the devil and I wanted to stop releasing supernatural, the supernatural power into a family, into a business, into a church, into a community, into a nation, all I would need to do is to bring discord. All I would need to do is to plant the seeds of disagreement. And the moment I planted the seeds of disagreement, then I would circumvent the possibility of there being a supernatural outpouring of God's spirit, the supernatural, the favor of God, the blessing of God, because it comes where there's agreement. So, so the devil, his MO is to come into your world, into the areas of your life that that God wants to move and to plant the seeds of disagreement. And then you might get the thousand because one puts a thousand to flight, but you're never going to see the 10,000 You're never going to see the supernatural. You're never going to see the promises that God has made coming to pass because the promises are reliant upon God's word. And God's word says where there's agreement, there'll be the supernatural outpouring of God. There'll be the the synergistic effect, if you like. So God doesn't care if you wear the same tracksuit. God doesn't care if you live at the same address. We say, well, we're we're in agreement. We live in the same home. Or we wear the same clothes. Or he doesn't care if we even sing together. Or we're all singing the same song. He doesn't care if we're sitting together. He doesn't care if we're standing together. He doesn't care if we're drinking coffee together in the same place. What he is after is after our agreement. To steal the agreement because when there's no agreement, there's no blessing. There's no God factor in it. So if he wants to destroy your marriage, he doesn't need to do anything else than sow discord, sow disagreement. Sow the seeds of, oh, I don't know about that, and, and then... And so, I don't know, if anybody's married here, do you understand that sometimes coming, getting in agreement is one of the hardest things around important issues because we're so wanting our own way and our own desires and our own things come into pass to actually. And that's why God said, you know, if you, if you will put yourself aside for a while, if you can look at the common desire. If you can come into agreement i'm preaching to myself as well here this morning nick's going amen amen that's good preaching <laughs> you're taking notes <laughs> nick will be getting this message and playing it back to me during the week <laughs> But the Word of God is the Word of God. You see, sometimes we we don't understand why things are not working out for us, why blessings not coming, why favor is not there, when when in reality it's because there's discord, there's no agreement, there's no oneness, if you like. Agreement. I was <laughs> looking at the time. I've got three things I want to talk about. I might, um, let me just go on to the next one. Did you get that? The power of agreement. You've got to get into a place of agreement. In a church, the devil, all he needs to do is come amongst the congregation and get people to disagree. To go, no, I don't agree with that. No, I don't want that. No, I don't think that's a good idea then there's disagreement and there's no power of god there's no supernatural outpouring there's no miracles there's no, nothing happening because there's no agreement and that doesn't mean that we just throw our minds out and 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 mindly mindlessly just go yes 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 what the bible is saying is that a sign of maturity is the ability to go well maybe there's some things that I'm not sure about but I'm going to find the I'm going to find the places of agreement rather than the places of disagreement. I'm going to focus on the things we have in common rather than the things we don't have in common. I'm going to look at the things that bring us together, not the things that separate us. And then we're going to see God's power and blessing, promises and word coming to pass in our church. When we say, okay, we don't agree on everything, but there's some things that we do agree on, when we focus on those, one heart, one passion, one vision, then we'll see the supernatural of God occurring all over this peninsula and the surrounding suburbs. Agreement. Do you agree? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, let's give the Lord a hand. Clap your hands if you agree with what I just said just then even the act of clapping when i'm preaching in agreement releases god's power releases the supernatural i don't want to be up here just doing a performance we're in a we're in a we're in a relationship two way relationship and so if there's something that you think yeah that's right that's good i agree with that then clap cuz that releases God if you don't agree with it that's okay the Lord will show you that you're wrong <laughs> uh, but you don't have to clap <laughs> Amos 3.3 says this can two walk together unless they be agreed oftentimes I use this scripture in, uh, in um, marriage ceremonies Amos 3.3 can two people walk together unless they're in agreement no they can't there's power in agreement Uh, I'll do one more. Not only does that word dwell mean to be in agreement, that word dwell there is also interpreted 172 times in the Bible as the word to sit together. That's why connect groups are so powerful and important. It's not just just about us coming and getting what we want and, and going off. But there's agreement, when you sit together, when you gather, or as our boys would say, as you would gabber. Apparently, gabber is a gathering. It's not a party. Oh, gather. So, are you going, so there's a party? No, no, it's a gather. Okay, so what's the difference? Oh, it's just the amount of people. Is that right, Joseph? i don't know what, i don 't know when it turns from a gather to a party, but at some point it does <laughs> and so <laughs> when you gather together round a meal, fellowship, in a connect group, when you 're getting together, when you 're finding points of agreement, gathering, then something spiritual occurs in that place. Uh, the the Bible word, the Greek word, is koinonia, and it's interpreted the word fellowship, which is a bit old school at the moment. Um, that word, but I remember when I was in the, a young, uh, uniting church boy group, went to went to the Methodist the Methodist Sunday school sent by my parents, and uh, I remember I used to look at the uh, newsletter, and it was call, called the koinonia. Does anybody has anybody got some kind of Methodist background or uniting? church? Do you remember the koinonia? Talitha, Simi. You don't remember the koinonia. Anyway, I used to wonder, what the hell's koinonia? <laughs> then one day someone told me. Then I left. <laughs> but, but that word, the well together, God commands a blessing when people gather, when they sit down, when you get to know somebody, when it's not just periphery. When it's not just external, but there's an, an internal connection. When, when you get to know people, then blessing is poured out. Acts 2.46, it says they followed, this is after the day of Pentecost, they followed a daily discipline of worship in the temple, followed by meals at home. Every meal, a celebration, exuberant and joyful. As they praised God, people in general liked what they saw. Every day their number grew as God added those who were saved. So they gathered to, they gathered together in the temple which was the Sunday it's like what we're doing here on a Sunday they get together they'd have communal worship and 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 all that. Uh and then they would meet in people's homes for meals and for celebration and for talking about the things of God and talking about Jesus and uh and so there's power in that. Connect groups are not just a good idea. They create opportunity for God to work supernaturally. And so I would encourage you, and, uh, and uh, you know, I've been on about this a little bit later, but I'd love to see everybody in our church in some form of connect group, whether it's business, female, male, group, youth, whatever, where you get to know people at a deeper level. Uh, there's power in it. Blessing comes when we make the effort to eat together, to get together, to celebrate together. When we look to, and oftentimes we think, oh, I don't feel like going, I'm tired, I've got this and that on. But it's important that we, that we turn that thinking upside down and think, you know what, me coming adds something. By me coming in agreement, I'm releasing something, not just into my world, but into the, other lo- the lives of the other people who are there that there's a supernatural thing that occurs when we gather together like that around the Lord, just to eat, to celebrate, to congratulate, to encourage. <clears throat> so, and the last one, and I'll, I won't talk about it much, but, the other, but 19 times in the, in the Bible, that same word is translated to tarry, which is an old school word, which simply means to pray together. There is power when we come together in prayer. So three things. We get in agreement. We, we gather together around meals and just to do life and to get to know each other and to support, encourage each other spiritually and that we're uniting together in prayer. In those places, God says, I'll pour out a blessing. I'll, I'll move supernaturally to release my spirit that'll bring change and transformation so we are better together than we will ever be on our own some people say I don't have to go to church to be a believer I've got a faith in Jesus Christ and yeah that's true yeah you can go to heaven you don't have to go to church you can ask Christ into your life live your whole life, not going to church, not fellowshipping with other people, not being around other believers. But that's not the goal of the Christian life, is it? To get to heaven. The goal of the Christian life is to have the biggest impact that we can have. How many lives can we change? How many people can we influence? How many people can we see have their eternal destinies Transformed, and the greatest way for us to do that, the most powerful way for us to do that, is to get an agreement and to say, You know what? Let's decide that that's what we're going to do. Let's decide to go, You know what? I'm going to invest, I'm going to put my heart into it, I'm not going to stand on the In the spectator seats. I'm not going to stand up in the stands and and just observe and wait and see what happens and watch everything that's going on. I'm going to go, you know what? I'm going to step in. I'm going to become a part of it. I'm going to invest my heart, my energy. I'm going to invest my my time, whatever I've got. I'm going to get into the game. When every one of us is doing that, you watch what happens. You watch what happens. And the devil's greatest plan is to get you to disagree, to get you to focus on something that you don't agree with, whether it's with something I've said, something someone else has said, something that's going on. Now, that doesn't mean we can never disagree. We can never have anything constructive to say. We've always got to accept everything that's going on. But it's it's the spirit behind it where we're looking to find agreement. We're looking to find unity. We're looking to find connection so that God's power is turned on, poured out, and lives are changed by the power of God. If you agree with me, let's give the Lord a hand this morning. Thank you, Jesus.